Welcome back to episode six of the 643 podcast presented by Thirsty Go Entertainment. My name is Taylor Shaw, and oh, you didn't know, your ass better call somebody. And this man here, he goes by the name of Blakey Biceps, and his arms are so big, he can't even turn to wipe his own ass. What was that, Taylor? I'm, I'm, I'm wiping my ass right now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> then we got my man, Ethan Turner. He might have the voice of an angel, but in the morning, he'll probably leave you on red. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. Yay! 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 And ladies and gentlemen, we have music. Shout out to Tyler Kimmer of the band Stereo Bella for putting that together for us. Go check out Stereo Bella on iTunes or Spotify immediately after this episode. I promise you will not be disappointed. And you can also find a link to Stereo Bella on our social media platforms. Again, thank you so much for that work, Tyler. We love the song. But, you know, we have to get into it. Of course, we can't do an episode without talking about players, owners. Um, unfortunately, we're... I'll be glad when we fucking can. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> ah, let's get into it. Unfortunately, we're still in the back and forth. It's a roller coaster ride. And um, it's not over. I, I'm not sure of the exact date that Carl Ravitch put this out, but Carl Ravitch... Uh, reported that MLB has made a proposal to the players, 75% prorated salary, 76-game season, there's playoff pool money, no draft pick compensation for signing a player, season finishes September 27th, postseason ends at the end of October, and significant move towards players' demands and effort to play more games. Now, that all sounds great and dandy. In hindsight, it sounds real good. It sounds good. Uh, but the the reality is every time the MLB proposes something to the MLBPA and the players, it's the same shit wrapped in different plastic. That's literally what it is. If you do the math on these prorated salaries and 75% and these 50% prorated salaries, it all comes out to them about taking a third. Yep. Every single time it's happened. Uh, so... Listen, we don't want to get too involved on this Ravitch report because immediately after this came out, players were tweeting, laughing at it, saying how much bullshit it was. So the thing is, we're sitting here on a Tuesday evening, and they have until Wednesday to respond, and we already know what they're going to say. It's going to be a counterproposal and a big hell no. I don't even know if they'll counter-propose it. They'll probably just say no and be like, we want, and go back to exactly what they wanted two weeks ago. Just throw out the same thing? The same I, thing. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, budge. the way I look at it is the players, the MLB come out and told them, hey, you know, since you don't want to agree with us, we'll play 50 games, fuck you, and that's the last offer. So the players said, no, fuck you, called their bluff. What does the MLB do? Comes back with a better offer than they had. Still not what the players want. So I think the players realize they're getting somewhere with the owners. And if they keep holding their ground, it's going to get a little closer to what their demands are. I think that's a good point because you've seen multiple times where the MLB has almost fake threatened things. Right. You know, they fake threatened the 50. They fake threatened even a 48. Right. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? You don't want to agree with us? Yeah. That's two, four, two more games off the schedule. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, like, next week it's going to be 47. <laughs> but now you're seeing the point where the MLB players are almost like, hey, I think we're we're doing something here. Yeah, I think the, the ball's been moved into the 
owner's court now. The players are like, fuck you. Like, we, you know, we're not doing shit till you give us what we want. And it sounds like, like originally, you know, we all kind of thought, oh, shit, you know, the players want to play baseball. They'll do about anything they can to play baseball. From what we've seen, hell no, they're willing they're willing to not play at all just to get what they think is rightfully theirs. Yeah, and I think a part of why this is so difficult and I think why the players aren't like, well, it's baseball, we love baseball, let's go play, is because immediately after the season, they have to go into a new CBA, right? right. Because right. this yep. one's yep. over. Yep. So they have to go into a brand new one. So these are all negotiating tactics to kind of prepare for what's to come in a new cba so right. this is why this thing is a complete mess because we're we're like in two different arguments we're in a covid 19 season argument with a cba and then we're also in an argument with a completely new cba at the end of the season correct yeah it's exhausting it is exhausting i, I said that in our, our group I, can, text. I cannot imagine how the player here's, reps are here's feeling an right idea. now. just thought of this at the top of my head figure out a start date what day you want to start baseball? Figure up how many games have been would have been played up to that point. Break down players' contracts into how many how much money they make per game. Subtract that from what they were supposed to get paid this season and fucking go with it. That's you know, what the players want that. That would probably be the most intelligent <laughs> thing <laughs> to do. do it. <laughs> Just fucking do it. But the owners are like, no, fuck you, man. We're trying to save a dollar here. Yeah, the owners are trying to save a dollar. Like that's like the most logical to. fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, but. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I said, once again, props to the players because there's no fucking way as a business owner that you're going to lose $10 billion just to save a few dollars this season. Like, that's just, that's absurd. They're going to come around. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, they're going to come around, but a lot of people are like, well, when? And and that's kind of the issue, too. Every day that goes by, July 4th start date. We're losing our window. They've pretty much already said July 4th. July 4th It's a no-go. July 10th is... Maybe right. I mean now we're getting into like mid July, late July of a MLB season, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, you know I don't want to go into baseball in in November, December, no. and have to play in uh, closed stadiums, and closed stadiums, and or I, I think they can warm, warm I, weather. I stadiums. think it could be stretched in the second week in November because the World Series has went in deep into the first week in November. That's true. Yep. I mean I think in 2016 when the Cubs won, it was. Cubs fans will roast me for this, but I think it was November 6th, I want to say. I could be wrong, but I know it was into November. Right. Yeah, I mean, it. but yeah, just it, buckle up. You're on the roller coaster, and just <laughs> just take this ride with yeah, us be, because we're going to be here for a I'll minute. I'll be glad. <laughs> I'll be glad when this comes on end because this poor fucking horse that we're beating is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just taking a <laughs> brutal, brutal beating. It it's is. Hard. It is brutal. And here, you know, to spice it up a little bit, uh, to not talk about the same shit every single time we open the episode, do you think the owners would by any chance let the players walk, the MLB players walk, and say, all right, don't play, okay? We don't give a shit. We're going to bring up the minor leaguers. We're going to put them in the MLB uniforms. We're going to dangle these low MLB contracts over their face. But that's more than the minor leagues and their service time. Do you think at all that that's a possibility, that the MLB no. is willing to dangle that over there? They'll yeah. throw it out there, but it, it will not happen. There's a reason The Replacements is a fictional movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically what you just well, quoted. Well, for one, they're, they don't want to lose money, right? You put minor right. league players on television, I'm probably not going to tune in that much. See, that, it, 
and that, you're gonna lose, that, you're gonna lose your ratings. You're gonna lose. And remember that baseball that. tournament we just paid forty bucks for this last weekend. Yeah, the quality of baseball was not the best. <laughs> right. And that's basically what the MLB season would right. turn out to be. No, I, when I did think of that, you know, it, it was like, okay, that's a you know, that's a pretty good talking point. Right. But then again, like I mean, just like Ethan said, is anyone gonna watch? Right. I mean, the MLB has a star problem anyways, and if you don't have the stars playing, that's just a shot to the chin. Uh, I I don't think I could see that. No, because they already bitch about claiming baseball's boring and everything else. Right, so that would exactly. Just, that would just make and that. And if you decrease the level of the play. The talent, yeah, it's yeah, even it, worse. It just won't work. But there might be another way we can do this. Oh, yeah? Let's say. Enlighten me. Let's say the players still walk away. Right. And I do have a give a shout out to Jerry Carabas because this was not an original thought. So shout out! I wonder out if he Robbins. pulled that shit out of the his on his own. <laughs> I don't know, but let's say he's got a pretty intelligent mind when it comes to uh, stuff like this. So because I'd say teams yes. do teams do have uh, alumni games, right? Right. right. Yeah. I don't know if y'all team does it, but the Red Sox hold an alumni game every year. Likes a Pedro come back, you know Julio Lugo, all these guys come back and play. Didn't Ted Williams hit a home run off somebody in this game? Well, Ted like, Williams is dead. A year, no, <laughs> not last year. <laughs> I'm talking like 20 years ago. I don't remember. He faced some. He faced somebody. And I thought he had. I don't know. I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but anyways. Uh, so take Teddy the alumni. Ball game's never dead. <laughs> His head's not. Um, take the alumni game. You know formula. Right. And let's say we had every team entered a draft where. The qualifications were you must you must pick a player who have played one MLB game with your organization. They must be retired, right? Because it's an alumni right. game. So we're talking former Which, players. I here. will say we went because a lot of players don't officially retire. We went with minimum two years out of the league, and right. you can't play anywhere overseas. Right. And the catch here is when because so we're going to do this. We're going to take this alumni formula and we're going to apply it to our teams. And but the catch is which is really important is you need to choose players who could honestly pick up a phone call from the organization and be able to compete tomorrow. Right. So we're not picking our legends. Like no. There's a lot of legends that we want to pick, uh, and rightfully so because we love those guys. But they might not be in the shape to play baseball right now, or their arm's dead, or they just can't hit a baseball anymore. Yeah, you're not going to hear a lot of big names on my roster. <laughs> so, I can assure you So that. what we're going to do is we're going to do a former player alumni draft between the three of us. Um, and Ethan, do you have the names? We're, we need to select an order here. Oh, yeah, right here, right here in the old trusty hat. Yes, sir. So we got a one, two, and a three to see who's picking in what order. All right, go ahead, Blake. We got one number in there. What happened to the rest of them? Oh, yikes! <laughs> <laughs> Are they all balled together? Uh, no, I think they blew away. Oh no. Well, here's Brentfell's number. Hold on. I ain't taking this number. You can fuck off. Redo it again. <laughs> That's three. I ain't taking three. Ah, shit. Technical difficulties with the with the lottery selection. Where the hell the numbers go? <laughs> this is what happens when we record outside. Hey, I found one of them. Oh, hold on a minute. We're on to something. Oh, wow. It's kind of wet, too. This is bad. That's a two. Where's our one? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, here's what we'll do. All Play, right. paper, rock, scissors. 
Oh yeah, rock, right paper, off scissors. the bat. That is fair. Uh, is it on shoot or just on rock paper scissors? Rock paper scissors shoot. So on shoot. okay on shoot. And then so who goes? Who's going first? No, we'll just do all three of us and yeah. Let's That's go. true. Let's go. All right, fuck it. Rock paper scissors shoot. So you got me, I got you. That's your first pick, and then me and you. Well, I got you, so now I'm two. You're right. three. Okay. I'll take yeah, three. There we go. So We're good. The draft order for the former alumni player draft. That's the first time I've ever been first in my life. <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> Ethan Turner, first pick. Blakey Bicep, second pick. And I'll take the third pick. Dangerous show. Yes, sir. All, All right. The first round draft pick of the former alumni MLB draft. The Cincinnati Reds select. See, this is where it gets interesting because I'm only going to have a few players that cross over into y'all's organizations. True. So it really doesn't matter where I go here. I would say that's accurate. But with my first pick, just to grab him off the board, I'm going to take at third base, Mr. Scott Rowland. Yes. Good pick. I was was doing a little research on the Cincinnati Reds, kind of going by position. Excellent pick there. Excellent pick. All right. My first pick, just to snag him, I guess, I'm, I'm going to go David Ross, catcher. Now, fun fact for all you listeners out there, Correct. David Ross played for all three organizations here, yes. uh, the Red Sox, Cubs, and the Reds. Yes. So one of us could have taken him, but me being a generous person. I had a good backup. I had I'll, a good backup. I'll let Renfro have that one. All right, draft pick number three, the Boston Red Sox select. Closing pitcher, Koji Uhara. Ooh. I asked you if you had any players that crossed <laughs> over, and that's who I had, you dickwad. You asked me about There's relief the first, pitchers. First steal off the, off the board. You there. asked me about relief pitchers, Mr. Biceps. Hey, a closer is a relief pitcher. True, but we have relief pitchers and closers. Motherfucker. Well, I'll take I'll take <laughs> your closer and match you a closer. Taylor with the, the first pick of the second round here. What you got? I will take Mr. Francisco Cordero. Hmm. I like that one. All right. Since we're going that. closers, I'll go closer here too. I'm gonna take Joe Nathan. Hey. Not a bad pick. Now I just want to qualify why I actually selected Koji Uhara. Okay. Do you know that he was most recently like playing in like 2019? Yeah, I know, and he pitched for the Cubs in 2016 on the World Series team. Yeah, so, so I mean, he's, he's still like this yeah. dude. Obviously, he could definitely play tomorrow. He could play tomorrow. Yeah, I, I guarantee that. Um, all right. You know, I, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick pitching. Uh, with my second pick, starting pitcher, Jake PV. I like oh. it. Oh. Nice. Yes, and I didn't realize that he played in the league in 2016. Okay. That surprised the shit out of me. Well, I guess I'll stick pitching, too. We'll go third round here. And this one hurt because I came down. You know what? I was going to pick this guy, but last week I said, fuck this guy. So guess what? I'm going to stay with it and say, fuck this guy. I was going to oh, go no. Kyle Loesch because oh, he's, no. he's, got, he's a good arm and he's young. <laughs> but you know what? Still, fuck him. I'll take Matt Latos, starting pitcher. He's retired? Yeah. Yeah. Cat Latos. I guarantee that boy can still throw. (laughs) He's got a pet pet cat named Cat Latos, by the way. Oh, absolutely. That's a phenomenal pick. All right, I got another crossover. My whole stick pitching here. Uh Uh-oh. My starting pitcher is going to be John Lackey. 
Ah, yes. Solid. Yeah, I Real mean, solid. you really can't go wrong with that. Nah. Da, 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 da. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to go. Let's just get this off the board. He's a legend. Can still do it. I have no doubt if he got called, he could hit a Grand Slam in a World Series tomorrow. Mr. Big Poppy. Now, since you're AL, did you have him at first or DH? Big Poppy is my DH. Okay. And you'll love my first base pick. You get that extra. Yes, I do. Extra bat there. Okay. I'll uh, venture out on into the the outfield here, and uh, I will draft a left fielder who uh, probably still going to be a little slow on the base pass. Probably a little slow fielding the ball. <laughs> Most of these guys are. <laughs> right. But uh, I, I drafted a fast center fi- I'm going to draft a fast center fielder to make up for it. Playing in GABP, it's a small park. You mm-hmm. know, he can cover some ground. But yep. to stay in left field, I will take Mr. Ryan Ludwig. Good pick. Absolutely good pick. I guarantee he could still, he could still knock the He could probably the ball. hit the ball a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm just going to be a poser here and uh, – I'll go ahead and take my left fielder, uh, Mr. Ben Zobrist. Okay. Oh, oh Zobes. Damn, that's another surprising yeah. retirement. Yeah, like, long story short, he had some marital issues. Oh. Very religious guy. Took it really and hard. just, like, ruined yeah, him? Yeah, it pretty much. He just, it just says mind right wasn't to play baseball anymore, wow. so he retired. Well, hell, he he's a perfect candidate for this then. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn. Sorry about your marriage, Ben, but I needed you, buddy. <laughs> All right, my next pick, I'm going to go. 2018 World Series MVP there we at go. first base, Steve Piss Missile Pierce. Absolutely. I, I mean, the dude that's retired in like 2019 or 2018. Yeah, I, can't, I can't believe he's not in the league anymore. Dude, I know. He just wanted to walk off. The thing off. was, the dude's kind of World a half ass player, but October, you give him one game to play. <laughs> I mean, lordy. Dude is clutch. I mean, lordy. I'll uh, stay outfield here. And uh, just to go ahead and grab him off the board because it's another one of those players that did play for two of our organizations here. Ooh, late one. Yeah. Usually we'll get those out of the way. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm going to nab him. I will take uh, Johnny Gomes, right field. Johnny Gomes. Yes. Yes. And I will say, he was one of my potential picks as well. He's up there. All right, I'm going to go with a, a Joe Madden-esque kind of lineup here. So I'm going to – this guy might, ne- might not necessarily have been true to that position his whole career, but he can play it. I'm going to go with my first baseman, Daniel Murphy. He was traditionally a second baseman, but he played a lot of first base too. All right, another surprising retirement. Yeah. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Uh, I'm going to move on to second base here. And this, I will tell you, a little difficult for me um, because I truly do think if we called Alex Cora tomorrow, he could field any ball coming to him. He might not get there as quickly, but he can make it look pretty. He can well, field it. He's not allowed on the field. That is true. He might be a little this suspended. This is in an <laughs> sectioned event. So true. I mean, <laughs> suspension – Kind of, you As know. a manager, though, what what does that say about a player? Could you could you fight that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not going to go Cora because I think the age is up there, 
And we just recently had, you know, another 2018 World Series player retire, and I got to go Ian Kinsler. Good one. It's just simple. He got out of the game yeah. just a, a year ago, so okay. why not? Ian Kinsler. Don't hate that. Uh, behind the plate. I had Ross on there. Thought about snagging him just to be that guy, but. I had another. It's all good. That's fine, but this this particular catcher for me, I think is one of the most underrated to ever do it. Uh, completely solid. We talked about this the other day. I will. Uh, I'll take Ryan Hannigan. Yes, all just day long. Absolute all around, just solid catcher. I don't know. Did a ball ever pass him? I don't know. But he, he was like he was pretty small and athletic, wasn't he? Wasn't he pretty small for a that's catcher? For, yeah, he's pretty yeah. slow. So that's what I mean. He's like was agile but, behind the yeah. plate. Yeah, and definitely small. Good bat. He uh, didn't hit for a lot of power. Underrated bat. Rarely struck out. Rarely struck. Didn't like he had the most, the least amount of swing and misses on the Reds when he was there. So always put the ball in play. All right, I'll go ahead and uh, take my third baseman off the board, Luis Valbuena. Okay. I'll be honest, I'm not very familiar with that name. He won a World Series with the cheating ass Astros. Hell, all right. Maybe he can show you the ropes. <laughs> I mean, hell. Whatever gets me to win yeah. this damn game we <laughs> got going on. Whatever here. fucking wins, right? All right, I'm going to go next pick here. I'm going to move to shortstop. And again, gosh, I'm I'm just like torn at the heartstrings here because yeah, you had some options here. I really thought and still do think that Nomar Garcia Parra could still hold down the shortstop. No, the Cubs, <clears throat> the Cubs went all in on him on the All Star break. Fucking mistake. And that was like. 28,000 years ago. <laughs> but now, I thought to myself, like, okay, don't be ridiculous, Taylor. Don't pick Nomar just because you love him. So I didn't. And I'm going to go with another recent retirement here that kind of shocked me. I'm going to go Steven Drew. Okay. Mm, just yeah. a solid okay. player. Uh, another World Series winning player for the Red Sox. That yeah. reminds me, like, as a child – Growing up in Central Illinois in St. Louis Cardinal country, J.D. Drew used to torment the shit out of me, and that's his brother. Yes, absolutely. And that's J.D. A, Drew played for the Sox. Yeah, that's a talented family. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to have those genes. Yeah. First base for me here. Um, oh, this is going to be a good one. I mean, Votto should be retired, but he doesn't qualify. <laughs> it was hard for, like, Hang my heart up, wanted to go, my heart wanted to go with the mayor, go go grab Sean oh, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's first base, you don't have to move. Yeah, but he's, <sighs> yeah, I get it. I get it. The guy's been out of the league for a while. True. Good while. Like our childhood. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking. <laughs> he drank a lot of beer when he played. I can't and imagine And that's honestly the only, had. that's the only, like, true first baseman that came to mind. And if you guys out there know any that I'm missing, you throw it at me so I can look like an idiot. <laughs> but so then I got to thinking, who could I put at first base? And the only guy that truly like hit the heartstrings. I mean, he's a fucking tank, and it's probably he'll probably not move. Like he'll, I you can just stand there. Or he's not going to field a ground ball at no, first base. No, he, he's not going after any ground ball. But he might hit one into the fucking Ohio River. He's there to drop bombs. And uh, I'll take Adam Dunn. The donkey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not even sure he can get that big-ass bat around him. Oh, he can swing <laughs> Oh, no. Even more weight. Just don't <clears throat> throw him a curveball, please. Yeah, no. No, he won't connect with that. All right. 
my guy that I'm going to name, I guarantee you with one simple question, Ethan Turner could tell me who it is. Hey, Ethan. Yep. Who won the 2012 Gold Glove over Brandon Phillips at second base? Uh, that would be a piece of shit <laughs> named uh, Darwin Barney. <laughs> that is who I'm taking. Tw- 2012 really? Gold Glove winner Darwin Barney would be my second base. Darwin baseman. Barney? Yes. Damn, what a name he's got. That's unbelievable. It's a... Uh... Nah, fuck him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to my next pick. We're going to move to third base. And again, I'm you're going to see a common theme here. Dude retired in like 17, 16. I'm glad you have these options. Yeah, because I did not have these options. And a very, very underrated player in my book is Will Middlebrooks. Okay. Just a solid That's a name I haven't dude. heard in a while. Yeah, just, I mean, just a solid player all around, honestly. I like it. Where do I need to go next? Oh, center field. We'll, we'll Let's go. So I said I was going to draft a fast guy. And uh, recently, you know, I'll, I'll go your trend here. Recently retired player in uh, Mr. Drew Stubbs. I like it. He's fast. Yeah, yeah I, I love the pick, honestly, because, you know, everyone is familiar. I, you know, don't hate the Reds at all. Like, I, I still, like, support them. Yeah, I don't think any of us um, hate the Reds. Like Drew Stubbs was like my guy. Like love Drew Stubbs. Dude, he, love watching. He him. was like the ladies' favorite. Every girl oh, I absolutely. knew was obsessed with yep. Drew Stubbs. And, yeah. the, and I, I hated it because he. I thought he sucked. He was a but. Texas boy. Yes, uh, was Is that he, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, excellent pick there. Excellent pick. Is Shinsu Chu still playing? Yes. Yes. Okay. With uh, Texas. Yeah, he went back. back to Texas. Okay, that's a guy the Reds should have locked up long term. Yeah, he's back with Texas yeah, now. He's been good. That's crazy. All right, so you go with center field. I'm going to stick with center field, too. Fast guy, in my opinion. He's always been, like, to me, I always called him warning track power because I could tell you how many times this dude hit one to the wall and just, it either, just it either got robbed, it just barely missed it. And he also hit a inside-the-park home run against the St. Louis Cardinals. Actually jumped over Yadier Molina. Flipped over him. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Mr. Chris Coglin. All right. Okay. That's not bad at all. You think he's still, like, got some in the tank? Yeah, I mean, he's only been in the league, like, two years. Oh, yeah. That's not bad at yeah, all. I think he's pretty solid. Okay. I'm going to go behind the plate here, and it, it's a last name that I just love to say. Shaw? Well, I mean, besides that <laughs> oh. one. Oh. Besides that one. Oh. This man here oh. is a phenomenal catcher, and he goes by the name of Jared Saltalamakia. Saltalamakia. Oh, Salty. I think to this day that's the longest name on the back of an MLB jersey. Yes, yes. You, you should have seen it. It actually had to like bend from yeah, his it, like- Yeah, it went from left lat to lat. <laughs> yeah, his left like mid-back all the way up to his like right mid-back. Your catcher options were multiple. My, my catcher options were incredible. Yeah. Honestly, mine wasn't bad. I mean, you could have went Veritech. Veritech, because I know I you really guys think he's old. I know, and I said that in our group text. Is, is the reason is like apparently he's lost a ton of weight and he's still catching with the team, like coaching. So like he's still in it, doing it. Um, I had you know Bear salty, obviously David Ross, yeah, buddy, who I still think could do it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, if you guys took Rosses, I'll talk. But if you guys took Ross, <laughs> you know who my backup was. I, he ain't been out of league long either. Miguel Montero. 
Yeah, okay. that's he a good one. He can still swing a bat. So at catcher, I was kind of in decent shape. Now, I, was, I thought about. Oh, I, I want to ask you. Um, De, is Devin Maserato okay, retired? That's what I was, ready to I was talk wondering about. if you were going to pick him, but yes, he is out of the league. Uh, the only reason I didn't go him is because he he retired for injury reasons. So uh, that makes okay. sense. To, well, well, I say that, and then so let's lead into my shortstop pick because he did the same thing, but I still think right. he gets to play. He okay. Technically, we're we're falling into that. This guy I don't necessarily think has announced his retirement, but is not playing baseball. Uh, and I'll go Zach Cozart. That's short. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. Cozy has some good years. See, that's the thing, man. Like I look at how we are as far Just as our a straight lineup. up solid player. Yeah, like my lineup is kind of subpar to your guys as far as names go. But I look at it. But they all could play. Yeah, but I look at the Reds. Like, the Reds kind of started tailing down around 2013, and then they started getting rid of players like a couple years after that. Yeah. So you got guys fresh out of the league that I think are still damn good. Any guy that the Cubs don't have anymore was mostly shit, honestly. So that's kind of where I've been hurting. But uh, moving on, I'll go to shortstop. You're not going to recognize this name, but I can probably explain to you one viral YouTube video that would remind you who this guy is. His name, and I'm trying to get this out correctly, so apologize if it's not right. It's Muninori Kawasaki. Oh, he, is that the? He had a brief stint with the Cubs when they won the World Series. Played for the Blue <laughs> is Jays. That's the YouTube video guy. Yes, yes. So when, <laughs> so during a game, he had cramps and he was cramping really bad. And they interviewed him after the game and said, "Hey, Kawasaki, you know what was going on?" He said, uh, "I said you were injured yesterday. It's like the next day." He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, you know, there's a little bit of loose translation there. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, well, what was going on? He said, cramp. He said, oh, you got a cramp? He's like, yeah. So what would you do to fix it? He said, "He said I eat banana. He said, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah, because monkey never cramp. He goes, <laughs> they go, oh, yeah? They go, well, how many uh, how many bananas does a monkey eat? He said, two. He said, well, how many do you eat? He goes, three. <laughs> so I was like, I am taking this guy. I, I honestly have never seen that. Oh, That's yeah. hilarious. And, and like, even though he, like he's Japanese, obviously, and there's a lot of loose translation there, they said he will just run a clubhouse. They, he's just a jokester, and everybody loves him. Well, I mean, I, I can respect that. You always got to keep it loose in the absolutely you know, loose in the dugout. Um, I'm gonna go finally get to my outfield. Um, <laughs> I haven't even touched my outfield because I was not worried about any type of yeah. Your you know, overlap in, in good shape. Too. Um, right field. Um, I got to give it to him. He's one of the most athletic outfielders, uh, you know, to play for the Red Sox, and that is Shane Victorino. I like it. Okay. Up until last year, had the uh, home run derby record for most home runs in a round. Right? Really? I think. Am I off? That would be shocking to me. Yeah, but surprising. Like, real surprising. I mean, here's the thing, though. We played like, for the Phillies, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure he had the – I could be wrong. Roast me if I'm wrong. But off the top I mean, of my head, I feel like he had the record. I wouldn't be surprised. That dude, like, surprised the hell out of you every when they time had he that stepped f- on the field. When uh, – when, uh, oh uh, – yeah, never mind. Move on. I'm losing <laughs> track here. Okay. What you got, Ethan? Uh, I'll go relief pitcher here because I want to save my second base pick for last because it's a little You going to surprise us? No. Everybody should know that, though. But uh, right, relief pitcher here, a guy that I absolutely was a huge fan of when he was in a Reds uniform, uh, 
guy that left the league and still had some in the tank. So I feel like he could come out and do throw. He's part of the Reds uh, broadcast team now. That would be Mr. Sam LaCure. I like Sam LaCure. Oh, yeah. We had the luxury of seeing him pitch in Louisville a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad pick at all. All right, I'll go relief, too. Um, This might not be a name a lot of people notice, but towards the tail end of his career, he had, like, some solid numbers, and then he kind of just randomly retired. I was going to go Koji Uihara, but you snagged him from me. I'm going with uh, Brian Dunsing. Hell yeah. Obviously not familiar with the name. And then I'm going to go relief pitcher as well because we're not going to know this name at all. My dude, Pat Light. Uh, He is... Patty Light? Patty Light, baby. (laughs) He is a Red Sox, like, cult legend, I swear. He retired. He's only, like, 32, 33. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Young. Yeah, he, he just, like... He's he's still at the bar sliding DMs. Well, like he he almost like saw his riding on the wall. Right. It like just wasn't going the way he had like planned it to go, and he was like, you know what, I'm retiring. But still, like, if you're a relief pitcher in the game and you retire and you're still only 31, 32, right? I mean, you got it. <laughs> you still got it. I feel you? like Sam Lecure kind of did that. I don't, I don't think he was very old, was he? Right. Yeah, he just like he had a little injury stint and then. Never came back up. Like, he just... I kind of dig guys like him, though. You know, like, he didn't... I feel like he didn't play for the Reds for, like, a terribly long time. But, like, he's one of them guys that will always be loyal to the organization. Yep. Like, that's... I like shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's Patty Light. Yeah, there you go. So, with my last pick... Kills me to say this because he isn't playing in the league. Last played in Mexico, I believe. I think that's accurate. Uh, Had a stint with the Sox. Had a stint with the Sox. Had a stint with the Braves. Yeah, he played with the Braves at the end of his career. Um, Lost the 2012 Gold go. Glove to Darwin Barney. Got to go with that dude, BP. That dude. Brandon Phillips at second base. Swag. That dude. He is a legend. Yes. He's an absolute legend. Right. And obviously, you know, disclaimer, we know he's not technically retired, but it seems that he's going to be forced into that yeah, pretty soon. Be playing I don't, yeah, I don't see him coming back to the league. My last pick, probably another one of them names, unless you're a Cub fan and you live through the shitty times of being a Cub fan, you probably don't know. But this guy is a huge, like, physical structure. Like, if you've looked at, like, Jorge Soler, how big he is, like, this guy is his freaking twin as far as I'm concerned. My right fielder, Mr. Junior Lake. All right. I got to respect it. So that wraps it up for you guys. But, obviously, I have two picks left because I have a DH. Uh, so we get an honorable mention, DH, just – because fuck it. If you can think of one, do you want to think of one real sure, quick? Sure. Yeah, well, I got one. Yeah. Okay, go so I'll go ahead give with me time mine. to think. Yeah. So okay, my second it. to last pick, um, absolute legend, and I saw him recently on video. He is He's up there in age. I get it. But he, dude's still in shape. And, and he has the long hair back. You are shit. You are not. No, you're not. So he is truly, again, he is truly Johnny Damon. Motherfucker. (laughs) Wait, but he was a Yankee. He got the hair back. I I only remember him as a Yankee, not a Red Sox. Well, he won a World Series (laughs) with the Red Sox. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) I'll never forget. What was was it? Fever pitch? He's like sitting there eating dinner with two of the other (laughs) players, and he's like, holy shit, that's Johnny Damon. Oh, dude, yes. But yes, he he has his hair back, and he's in shape. So he's got to be fucking good. So I guarantee it. Well, all right. Still do it.
So, you're gonna go ahead and shout out Theo. You're gonna Theo make an appearance. Do you want to go ahead and take your last pick and then let us do our DH, or do you want to just go ahead? No, go ahead, and go, go ahead and go through. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying we get a, a DH. So technically, we only have to use them like rarely because right, you you know, we're, we're only allowed time. to use them whenever we come play you. So this right. guy's hitting cock shots. Fuck it. Dingers only. <laughs> I almost put him in my roster just because I love him. And are you saying Griffey? Fuck yeah! Give me King <laughs> Griffey Jr. to swing right. a baseball bat. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't else. do anything else but take <laughs> naps. <laughs> yep. And He's hit dingers. I agree. I, I I like the pick. All like right. Well, pick. I already mentioned his name, so I'm gonna clearly go Miguel Montero. And honorably mention, if you guys don't know who it is, you might. I don't know. You remember Giovanni Soto? I yeah. do. Yes, yep. yes, yes. That would be an honorable mention. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, we're going to wrap this up. My final pick might be the most controversial pick, but I'm picking this dude because just an absolute legend on and off the field. The antics are insane. He keeps the clubhouse light. We like it. And he was rumored to be making a comeback as late as a month ago. Wait, are you going where are you at? Left field? I am in left field. You I motherfucker. I am going. Manny. Uh, Manny. Let's go, baby. <laughs> let's go. There's there's video of him still raking and he announced that he wanted to make a comeback. Not to the league, but like right. wherever he played last. I don't know where that was. Um that he was gonna try to make a comeback. You I'm uh, so I think he I still could got be it. wrong, but do you know where I think he played last? I want to KBO, wasn't it? Okay, he may have been there, but I know in MLB, the Cubs actually signed him as a minor leaguer. Really? Yeah, he was literally like a player manager. They signed him to play and be a hitting coach for the Triple A. That's incredible. So Manny was at the Iowa Dude, Cubs. He just, was like rotting out in just Iowa. Manny being Manny. Yeah, just doing Manny <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, so obviously, hey, that wraps up our uh, former player alumni draft. What we are going to do, we're going to. Uh, make this a visual we're, we're going to put this out right we're going to put it on our social medias we want your interaction we want you to decide who would win between our teams obviously uh who, who would win you know the most games you know who's the most impressive team um you know debate let us know what you think absolutely and without further ado from the former alumni draft this week we have the formal mlb draft 2020 uh, but before we start that, we're going to embarrass ourselves, Blake. Oh, I can't wait. In an MLB draft-themed Turner's Trivia. So, to stay on that note, I got a question in here. A couple questions in here that you could answer. I didn't want to make them too easy, but I wanted to give that option of being able to get at least one of these right. We're waiting on it. If we even get one right, we're taking credit that we beat okay. your ass one time. I will start off. It's kind of a trick question because a lot of people forget. Oh, you with a trick question? Never. So I, want, I wanted to go a very well-known player in, in the sport of baseball. Okay. Obviously, Mike Trout didn't go to college. No. Uh, so I went this guy. was just kind of going to throw some people off. Where did Bryce Harper go to college? Because a lot of people think that he didn't. I don't remember the name, but it was a community college. He did. I, I he went to a community that. college. Out in um, Vegas, correct? No. It was Arizona. No. No? It Gosh, was in it. close to Vegas. Okay, I can't tell you the name of the college, but I know it was, he went to community college. Because 
Fun he fact here, he high went, school early. Yeah, he went as a 16-year-old. He yeah. was playing yes. community college at 16 years old. He graduated early, went to play on a community college right. team. And, and there was like I some viral no video clue. of him in a 500-foot shot out in right field. Okay, well, we'll chalk that one up as a loss. Damn, there's loss number one. We were one. close enough. Um, no. Hey, at least we knew that yeah, he went to I college. I knew the story, right? that's, but that's I true. Hey, a lot of people think All he right, went I'm going to go on a limb here. It was, uh, it was Marriott uh, no. Community College. The hotel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to be Southern million Marriott's Southern out there. Nevada University. So SVCC. South Campus. South Campus. Oh, what South the, what, what the North. Oh. What a rebel. Damn. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we failed that one, kind of. Taylor Shaw, this one goes on your wheelhouse. Oh, boy. Maybe not. If you get this one wrong... It's not that Uh-oh. easy, because oh, I didn't have no clue. Great. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. I hope I get it right then. Where did J.D. Martinez go to college? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Um, damn, J.D. is... Uh, this is tough, because J.D. has like very strong ties to a certain community and city but i don't know if he went to college there oh hell Renfrew, you can take a shot at this too i mean it's not just for him <sighs> yeah uh, but you're right it's not that easy shout out conference maybe i couldn't fucking tell you <laughs> oh it's that okay oh it's like not even a not a, it's not a like huge school Okay, well that ruins things. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Uh, You're never gonna. I've never heard of this fucking place. Oh, okay. I was gonna go with like a uh, non-power five program that's actually good at baseball, but never mind. Um. Okay. So let's go with Rice. No, he said he's never heard of it. So I'm gonna go on some random shit. It was. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna go Cal State Fullerton, but I can't because right, you, you, you never we've heard, heard of him. It. Yeah, go on. Well, he has really strong ties with Miami. I almost, right. I He's, almost damn near thought he went to the U. That, that would have been because when I looked up his name, like that sort of like I started reading. You know, he's from Miami, so I was like, oh shit. So did he Miami. go to a small school in Miami? Uh, Florida Southern Nova Southeastern University. Okay, Nova Southeastern, because he hits balls into the universe. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last player. Gosh dang, you guys are fucking killing me. Uh, you're this fucking sucks. killing us. We're halfway through the this season. Sucks. We're gonna flip it back on your ass. That's fine. <laughs> Daniel Descalzo plays for the Cubs now. Gosh. Oh, man. yeah. What, what Descalzo? Like, because you know every other fucking player on the Cubs gosh, roster where they went to college. I wasn't going to give you that fucker. one. Florida Gulf Coast. No, this is actually, okay. West Coast. I'll give you a hint. West Coast. Okay. Division One school. Cal. West Coast or West West Coast. Okay, so we're on the coast. I'm with Cal. He's not giving me a good look, so go ahead and knock that one off the board. Daniel Descalso. Oregon State. All right, I'm going to go with my pick, Cal. I'm going with Cal. Final answer. Yeah, Cal. He went to USC. God damn it, boys. We got one. Was it we USC? We fucking got one. Was it USC? 
Congratulations, Renfro. Oh, oh, dude, I'm about to change that go. shit. Hey, while we're on this topic, I actually have something, a funny story about this. I was thinking about this. So, wait, I think it was 2016. I could be wrong. Uh, during the College World Series, if you guys remember, TCU in uh, oh, uh, Coastal Carolina, they played each other in the College World Series. Everybody was like, what the fuck are these two teams playing? Right. Well, anyways, Jake Arrieta, TCU alum. Okay. Matt Caesar was a Coastal Carolina alum. They made a bet. Whoever lost had to get the other teams tattooed on him. Now, Jake Arrieta wears a Coastal Carolina tattoo on his oh, body. That's incredible. Nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one more question. Oh, thank God. I need some redemption, maybe, um, possibly. So, I got curious into seeing which school has had the most players drafted to make it to the majors. Didn't we discuss this halfway, Renfro? No, I mentioned which city internationally. Mm, okay, okay. So which school has had the most players make it to the major leagues? Which school? Man, I, well, I think Vandy's too recent because yeah. they haven't been always good. All right, I'm going to go with a team that's been really f- – good for the last 30 years uh, even though they've not won a college world series I'm going to go Florida State that's a pretty good guess um, L- absolute legends have played for this fucking school oh, yeah, shit. Okay. so it's not Florida State would I be completely wrong if I said UCLA? I'm, you would be completely wrong. Okay, Damn. I'm going to say it's definitely an SEC school, probably. No. It's not it? Okay, I was going to say. I mean, say fucking legends have played. Yes, Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. Fucking Pac-12. legends. So Oregon State. No. Arizona State. Absolutely oh, okay. Arizona State. Arizona State was my second one, honestly. They've I was going to say Arizona State second, but UCLA had Jackie Robinson. Right. And I've, a couple yeah, other dudes, so I was like, But uh, just let me, I had, pulled, I had the list up earlier. I'll pull it up again. Jackie real quick. was like a freaking three sport athlete too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude was a beast, man. He was tracks. No, Arizona else. State is absolutely. I, I'm yeah, not I forgot how good all. they are or were. Let me go through here and just name off some of the people that have played at Arizona State University. Yeah, it, it it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I actually turned a scholarship down to go there. Hell yeah! False. Proud of you. Just made made that up. <laughs> okay, so well, current player right now, Austin Barnes. Yeah, okay. uh, I don't know if you guys remember this name, but I do. Willie Bloomquist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Barry Bonds. Nice. Okay. Uh, Bill Buckner. Bill. Oh, wow. Cole Calhoun. Yeah. Brooks Conrad. Um, just these are names that are just popping off. Where's the thing. legends? Hold on. I'm not hearing well, legends. Well, he did say Barry. Okay. Andre Ethier. Okay. That's a good one. Um. Bob Horner. Big name, fucking Reggie Jackson. Oh, okay. that's a good one. Um, Ian Kinsler. Hey, let's go. Jason Ian. Kipnis. Kipnis is a good one. Mike Leak. These are, I mean, it's just the names are just yeah. Arizona State's been good for a um, long time. I know there's some more down here that was just. Oh, you're gonna kick yourself for this one. Well, Jim Palmer's a Hall of Famer, but fucking Dustin Pedroia. Nice. Went Did, to Arizona hey, State. Didn't, uh, Old DP. Didn't uh, Andrew Romine, another good player. Oh, yeah, he's a good player. Um, 
I mean, it's just insane. Well, yeah, shout out Arizona State. Bobby Valentine. For being an absolute stud of a program. But now we have the 2020 draft in our midst. It starts on June 10th. Which would be tomorrow. Yes, absolutely tomorrow. Uh, 7 o'clock ESPN MLB Network. Um, Which, you know, just to start off the draft in in terms of general feelings about it, um, I don't remember this much coverage and this much promotion for the MLB draft. Uh, ESPN... I don't think has ever really took a stand and been like, we're holding the MLB draft on ESPN, like the original channel. Right. Right. Uh, for as long as this too. I mean, obviously they're doing round one, but they're also doing ESPN coverage for all five rounds. So, um, I don't know if this has anything to do with not a lot of programming being on. Obviously. I would say that's a big You know, due to the global pandemic we're in. Um, But also, I think it has something to do with the MLB draft being five rounds. Right. You know, it's usually 40. It drowns out, and it takes forever, and it's not very interesting. Now, since you have five rounds, you know, you can almost – this almost feels NBA. This almost feels NFL that you can sit there and, like, talk about the prospects and get into the depths of, you know, their skills and whatnot. But when you're – when you had 40 rounds, you were just like, oh, this guy's selected, and the next pick's Yeah, up. outside of the first round, it was kind of whatever. Right. But, yeah, so MLB Network, obviously, they're going to cover it, but ESPN is, like, taking, you know, they're, they're, they're stepping up and covering the draft that I don't think has been, you know, covered like that before. Uh, so it's obviously really cool to see. Actually, um, now you say that ever since the MLB Network's been in existence – I think they're the only ones that have covered the draft in the last decade. That's all I remember watching. Yeah, I, I, right. I'm pretty sure it's the first time it's ever been on ESPN. Maybe not ever, but in recent memory, for right. sure. Right. So I mean, I mean, it's ESPN one. Like they're they're running with it. It's not the Ocho. No, not the Ocho. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be really cool to see. Um, but I mean, you know, in terms of a general feeling, how do you guys feel um, about the players in these five rounds? You know, do you think looking back, when we look back on this class in 10 years, do you feel like a lot of the dudes who are everyday players playing are going to be from this five-round draft? Or do you anticipate that we look back in 10 years and realize that a lot of these everyday players that we're seeing play are out of the five-round signees? I could be completely wrong. So bear with me, but... See, I don't know about ten years from now if we're gonna like see like how this was like full of studs because I just that's unpredictable in my opinion. Well, especially with baseball. But as far as having a draft with the most MLB ready talent right now, I think by far it'll be heavy in that factor. I think you're gonna see a lot of more, lot more college athletes get drafted than high school this year. Well, just I think you will because just based off of recent history, like the past two or three drafts. Those guys, like your first and second round picks, are you know you're starting to see them upperclassmen in college. Yeah, that and like they're coming up to the you know the Reds took um sh- no, fucking son of a bitch here I am drawing a blank. Yeah, Nixon Zell a couple yeah, years Nixon's ago. Yeah, Nixon Zell short or third, baseman third baseman out of Tennessee. Tennessee. I mean he's already in the league. Um, you know, just, Cubs did the same. They went Nico Horner. He yeah. was uh, junior, if not senior, in, in college. So I think you'll start to see a lot of these. 
because I think now it puts a better having only five rounds. I think it puts a little bit more emphasis on who you're going to take for immediate immediate help. Yeah. So I think yeah, absolutely. Scouts are going to have to step their game up and really get their shit together. Yeah, because when you got forty rounds, you can you can hit you, or miss. You basically draft like, for yeah. upside. Yeah. In the first couple of rounds, now guys, it's going to put yeah. a perspective now, yeah. on who, because what, in what the is later our need, round, and where do we need to go right now? Because in the later rounds, you know, you can be like, all right, we're going to in the beginning, we're going to go for upside, we're going to go for, we're going to go for the home run, we're going to look for the Mike Trout that nobody noticed. Because in later rounds, you're going to be able to draft the studs that are already out of college, and now you don't really have that chance to risk. You you really need to get the best talent you can now. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is draft for now because. You cannot miss this. It's more an NFL draft type feeling in a way. It's mm-hmm. not the same, but it definitely has more of a feel to that. Speaking of not missing, uh, do you guys have any prospects you're looking at that you know will in let's say the five year range that are going to be you know future stars or uh, immediate stars in this league? Ethan, you want to take this one first? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this guy, I mean, it's probably going to be everybody's pick. I feel like he's he's obviously going to be the number one pick tomorrow in the draft. It's just a no-brainer. Uh, Austin Martin from Vandy. That kid's just a monster. You want me to throw one for you? They're actually saying he's not the number one pick. Really? They said he's the number one that talent. They said he's the number one talent, but everybody has the uh, Spencer – Spencer Torkelson from, from Arizona, Arizona State. State. Back okay. to Arizona, Arizona State. State. A lot of them have the Tigers picking him. Okay. Well, but I mean, go I guess back. it does come down to go back and talk about him. But Austin, he's yeah. an absolute. Austin stud. Martin's just an absolute stud. Utility player too. So yeah, he can play in the game. Now. He can definitely play anywhere. Um, just his run through the College World Series last year. I just feel like every time that guy yes. came to the plate, the ball was getting put somewhere. He was he put the ball in play. I mean, it's just an absolute. I mean, he. And not just, like, put the ball in play. He hit the piss out of the ball. And, I mean, just watching him, like, he became one of my favorite players in college baseball last year just watching his run. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that that he is probably the most ready most ready player to step up and, and I would say make the roster within a year. Two okay. years, right? I, I really do. I, I think he's that talented, and I think you also hit the nail on the head where he's just versatile as hell. I mean, he can do a lot of things on the baseball field, so I think that's a pretty good pick. And Blake, do you want to go? Is that your choice? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll ride with the Spencer Torkelson at Arizona State. Uh, Hopefully, you're pronouncing your name. Correctly. Uh, yeah, man. If not, I apologize. <laughs> it's kind of a tongue twister, but the dude's a, an elite power hitter. I think they. I think it was like 54 career home runs in college. Like the du- the dude hits cock shots, and like I said, the, the the Austin Martin's probably the most MLB ready player in the draft now. But Spencer's definitely got it too. And and for the Tigers to take a risk on him over the obvious pick of Austin Martin, I think says a little bit about Spencer's upside. I think he's got more upside than Martin has. I guess is what I'm getting at. I think. I think Martin, we they kind of know what they're getting at, and Spencer could either be a bust or could be that next elite power hitter that we see. And it's interesting to think this is the Tigers' first uh, top selection since they drafted uh, Adrian Gonzalez in 2000, which he had a hell of a career. 
Well, <laughs> if they could hit another one like Adrian Gonzalez. Which, <laughs> the Tigers, yeah. do you know how many losses the Tigers had last year? I didn't realize it until I read this. To, like, what it took to get the number one pick. Hold on. How many losses they had last year? Yes, to get the number one overall pick. 70-something. No, Hold no, on. worst team in the league. Worst team in the league. So they, they obviously get the number one. They 112. Oh, 114. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They were bad. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. I didn't realize bad. anybody was that bad. No, I didn't either. I, I come across that looking that up, and I was like, holy shit, that is a bad team. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. Off topic, but that just kind of I lost my mind when my I My prospect that. to watch, you know, for some future stardom is a kid named Nick Gonzalez. Okay. Uh, middle infielder out of New Mexico State. Um, everywhere he's been, including high school, um, he's put up incredible hitting numbers. And at New Mexico State, it was said that he put up video game numbers his sophomore season. Um, so when people are throwing around video game numbers, uh, I mean, that's just incredible. But the knock on him apparently has been where he played high school and put up awesome numbers was not a very good baseball competitive area okay um and then new mexico state obviously um you're not getting the best competition um at new mexico state right Um, so these numbers people were worried about inflation you know where is the competition that good that he's facing um but here's what nick gonzalez went out and did uh to prove his doubters wrong okay cape cod league is the best absolute the most incredible college players invited to a summer league out in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, every summer. Yep. Nick Gonzalez, with these doubters, went out and won Cape Cod League MVP over your boy. Spencer? Yes. Okay, got you. Who's supposed to be the number one draft pick. Right, that's that's impressive. Went out and win Cape Cod League MVP. Basically uh, going to a showcase with the top guys and shoving it right down the So, throat. I mean, just to me, obviously, he's, got, he's, here, he's heard all this chirping since high school. Yep. People said... You didn't play good enough competition. He went to New Mexico State. Didn't play good enough competition. Um, so now here he goes. Went Chip to Cape on Cod. his shoulder. Yep. Goes Cape Cod League, says, fuck you guys. Chip MVP. on his shoulder. He's fought for everything that he's gotten. And I just feel like with his talent and with his hitting numbers and his infielding skills, um, that chip on his shoulder is going to take him a like long it. way. A little fact check here because I messed up my wording earlier. The Tigers first that Adrian Gonzalez didn't go to the Tigers. They didn't draft him. Spencer Togeson would be the first pure first baseman taken as the number one overall pick since Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, so okay. total wording there. If anybody realized that when I said that Got you. my fault. Got you. So you you were talking about, you know, your boy went in the Cape Cod League, so it got me interested. Right. I wanted to go look up uh Austin Martin's stats. Yeah. Uh the twenty twenty since the season was cut short, I'm not really gonna go into that one. So I was talking about him being a just absolute monster last year, right? Um, 40 walks to only 34 strikeouts. Impressive. So that's, you know. And he plays SEC baseball. Right. Which is the, we 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 can all agree, the toughest conference in baseball, college baseball. Right. (laughs) I just laugh when I read this batting average number. What is it like? Seven sixty three. It's not that high. But Five. Three ninety two. Okay, that's that's high. That's high. Three ninety two. Especially when you're only playing fifty on base percentage games. of right. uh, four eighty six. Slugging percentage of six oh four. Yeah, and an OPS of one point oh nine one. Ooh. Whew. Did he? Did you say he got in the ones with OPS? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. My like, goodness. It, it, Yikes. And when you're only playing, like, if you, like, he played in the College World Series, so he played, like, 60 he some got games. Some, yeah. Your margin of error is very small, so that dude raked. 10 yeah. home runs, 46 no, RBIs. Absolutely. It, it, he might be the most, the most ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just insane. Like you said, everyone knows what they're getting if they draft that dude. So who, so let's say we go Spencer Torkelson. God, I hope we're pronouncing that right. Yeah. Uh, who would be number two? Austin. Well, well, like uh, it would team? be him or Austin Martin is almost guaranteed top oh, what two drafting second. That's what I'm saying. What oh. team has second? Oh, uh, Orioles. The Orioles. Oh, Ooh. so they go, they go Adley Rutschman and Austin. Ooh. If they get Austin Martin too for this year, they uh, got yeah. Rutschman, the number one overall pick last year. Hey, you know what? They're gonna be set. For Shout him. out to the Orioles, man. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you draft Austin Martin. They say the obvious <laughs> three picks, so keep this in mind. They said the obvious top three picks are Spencer Torkelson, Austin Martin, and if those two are off the board, then the Marlins are going to pick Tex A&M's left-hand pitcher. I think I pronounced mm. this right, Asa Lacey. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. They yes. said that's pretty much the obvious top three in the draft. Uh, I did see. Let's him. not sleep on a a guy that's close to home. Oh yeah. Uh, projected, you know, top ten pick uh, from the University of Louisville. Let's go. Uh, or Reed. Isn't it Reed Detmer? Is that yep, his name? Reed Detmers. Yeah, that kid. I mean. He's an ace. So he's we got, got Detmer. Ace. And yeah. then I saw, um, I don't know whose projection it was, but late in the draft, in the 20s picks, the Yankees projected to take another pitcher from Louisville. And I, I don't know. I didn't see the name or anything like that, but I saw another dude was – I don't know. They're throwing round. out some talent. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're absolutely they're talented, pumping it out. Their starting five was like money, especially their top three. Their top three was huge. Yeah, um, but like Reed Detmers, man, he has the record for most strikeouts in nine innings at Louisville, and it was somewhere along the lines of like eighteen strikeouts, I think. Yeah, and he, yeah, I mean that kid, he's a stud. He's a lefty, which everybody likes a good lefty oh, pitcher. Yeah. Love the lefties. So in another way to talk about the MLB draft, uh, team-specific, you know, we'll, we'll talk team-specific here. Is there any, um, is there any like, goal or is there any, you know, hope for your team when it comes to this year's draft? Like, just basically what no. What do you want to see? Well, I mean, we're fucking picking 12th. Right. So, like, and, and it's just like, <laughs> Jesus. Travel's like, what, 22nd overall? Yeah, it's there. But, yeah, I know it's there. And the thing is with Major League Baseball, like if any of you guys are newbies as far as watching baseball, and maybe you're going to pay attention to the draft for the first time this year, you don't draft position specific. You literally take the top player on the board. It don't right, matter if it's yeah. a pitcher or a position player. You just gotta, Whoever's the top on the board, there. unless you're desperate, there might be the rare scenario you're desperate for one or the other, but even then you're going to take the top talent. I'd say that's pretty accurate. So like as far as the Cubs, I mean – I don't know. We haven't drafted a really good pitching prospect in a long time. And the they're looking at drafting outfielder Garrett Mitchell out of UCLA, which he's a stud. And But if they don't go with him, a couple other guys on the board are, are Tanner Burns out of Auburn and then uh, Mick Abel from Jesuit High School in Oregon. But – I don't know. I'm, I would like to see them draft one of those pitchers because I I would love to see a big power pitcher come up through the Cubs ranks again. I, I haven't seen it so long. It would excite the shit out of me. I, I want to see a Nolan Ryan type. Oh, boy. Piece <laughs> throwing gas, you know. So, I don't know. I, Garrett Mitchell, Tanner Burns, Mick Abel. I mean, one of those guys I, I, I could I could dig. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for me as a Red Sox fan, um, it's very well known that the current state of the farm system and our our young players have just been absolutely wiped out. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously we have to focus on rebuilding that farm system. That has to be a number one focus for the Red Sox in this draft. And not that I hate the results that Dave Dombrowski uh, created for the Red Sox. Obviously, he won a World Series uh, with his tenure there. But, you know, it's not a hidden fact that, you know, to build a World Series team, that he depleted the farm system completely. Right. So, for me, it's just focusing on acquiring good young talent that not only do they develop and become good players, but I want them to develop and become good players for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I don't want them sent off somewhere yeah, and trade traded, you know. So it's it's more about finding young guys who we can produce as young players. Um, and then it's funny that you said a couple names that you said because the projections I saw were the Red Sox are really looking at Mick Abel, high school pitcher right. out of Oregon. Um, and if he's off the board – they're really on to Garrett Mitchell, uh, UCLA. Hey, you want to hear a little fun fact about Garrett Mitchell? Uh, he's actually a type one diabetic. Really? Yep. Holy cow! And uh, the, the Cubs have been uh, pretty good with diabetics. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's an extreme, just like tool player. Uh, from what I can see, he can hit. He's got wheels, and they say he can like prefer perfect the defensive side of the game just based on his athleticism so just a toolsy guy um i would be okay with both of those players and i think i'd be really okay with a young pitching arm because we really really have struggled developing pitchers i have a feeling whoever the cubs pick because we're only one pick off the right yeah they're gonna flip flop yep ethan anything for the cincinnati reds what what uh what fancies your what tickles your fancy? I mean we've drafted pitchers like the last two years. Right. Um, you know, in Hunter Green and then Nick Ladello. So I I don't think they'll go down that road again. because um, right now, I mean, the rotation we have in Cincy pretty damn solid. Uh, just some reports that I saw they're looking at uh a high school kid, uh, Robert Hassel, the third is outfielder. Uh, just one of those like solid hitters, you know, plays really good defense. So that that pick necessarily wouldn't upset me because, I mean, we do need we have a plethora of outfielders like on the roster, but no like superstar killer outfielders. So if that kid's got the talent to be one of those guys, then I wouldn't be mad. He'd definitely lock down one of those positions. So just it's we're in one of those positions where we don't necessarily have any desperate needs. So it's kind of one of those just go out and get what's there. Get some best talent available. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I mean, I wouldn't hate to say this. I wouldn't also mind maybe going first base somewhere. Getting somebody prepped because yeah, I mean, bottles on the way out. You do need to start prepping someone. So, who'd you say was your pick? Robert Hassel, uh, the third. I've seen another interesting pick for them is that Austin Hendrick. Yeah. <laughs> that was absurd. Hello. 
Yeah, we're outside enjoying the weather if you didn't catch on to Yeah, that. we are. Yeah. Outside hanging out, enjoying the nice southern Indiana weather. Yeah, and Austin Hendrick at a, at a West Allegheny High School. Yeah. Uh, he's projected top 10 pick, but if he slides down to 12, that would be a really good pick for the Reds. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think, um, you know, this draft has a little more, you know, a, a little more flavor to it. it. It feels a little more NBA. It feels a little more NFL. Um, I've paid attention to it a little more. Um, obviously, that's a direct case of me hosting a podcast, but still, like, um, it's cool to look into it and see an ESPN. It's a good cover year to it. follow it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It just the five rounds. It it definitely gives it a bump. It really does. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but you know, without further ado, Ethan, Taylor, I gotta ask you a question. Okay. Let's say. You're at a bar. Again? Yeah. It's becoming a, a reoccurring <laughs> fucking alcohol. Wow. Listen, I mean, it is Ethan Turner we're talking about here. Yeah, true. So you're at a bar. Yep. You're not singing this time. Okay. You, you got a night off. You don't have a show. So you're in there just relaxing. That's, eh. Well, I know. You're relaxing right now. Okay. <laughs> Till the Irish car bomb starts so flowing. You, you start drinking some beers. Yep. The beers are flowing. Hard. And then my guy okay. always, he's like, hey, can I get a whiskey? It's a $4 pitcher night on top of that. Whiskey. So I you, had one beer. <laughs> you More move on whiskey. to the whiskey. More vodka. And then let's say, you know, an eight walks through the door of the bar. How drunk am I? You're a six. In drunkness? Yes. Coming, so, in, coming into it. So she's an eight. So she's, she's like a 14. Like, a, like an 8-8 eight, eight or like <laughs> drunk 8? Oh, however you want to go about it. Okay. But you connect eyes. As soon as she walks in the bar. Why'd you look at me when you said that? I don't know. You got pretty eyes. <laughs> and she just so happens to sit down by you. Yep. You start hitting it off. Okay. Good conversation. Okay. Sit there for an hour and talk. Yep. Okay. But you don't get her number. Oh, because your six went to like an eight and you forgot. How yeah. are you going to get that number? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is probably wake up because that scenario is never going to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but see, there's how do you go about it? Because you get her name, obviously. Right. You forget to get her number. And like, do you attack it immediately? I think you strike while iron's hot. I mean, what would Pete Rose do? Well, if I were, were a betting man, like <laughs> like old Pete, uh, get the phone out. She probably has, if she's an eight, like real solid, she's probably private Instagram. Probably. Hit that follow request. Right. Wait for the, wait for the, uh, you know, acceptance. Correct. Do classy bitches actually sit next to gingers in a bar, though? That's what I said. I'd probably wake yeah, up because it don't fucking happen. <laughs> um, this one's married. Oh. <laughs> so then you, when you get that follow request accepted. Right. Uh, there's a little button up in the top corner. Oh, hell yeah. Give it a little click. Oh, hell yeah. That takes you into the magical world of... Uh, 
called DMs. Ooh. And then that's when I would just send a fucking Pete Rose gif fucking right into those <laughs> DMs, baby, sliding fucking head first. And then she'll be like, what's that mean? I'm like, oh, I just slid in your DMs. And then she'll be like, oh, clever. This, this guy's and then, smart. He's safe. Charlie, Hustle, Pete Rose, sliding them DMs. Thank you, Ethan, for that your words. That took a while to get there. Hey, listen. Hey, back to Fever Pitch. Do you remember the scene where he sends an email to that chick? <laughs> Old school DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent her an email, <laughs> and it poops, It pops up like a dozen roses, but it's it's Pete Rose's face. It's 12 of them. Oh, man. He said, here's a so dozen you really roses. Slide in the DMs. Yes. Just, with a he dozen, was ahead of his with, time. With a dozen Pete Roses. <laughs> Ladies, have, man. Again, one sliding in the DMs question here. So, listen, listeners, like, step it up a little bit. Do we, do, hold on. Before we... Can we officially label them now? Can we give them a name? The listeners? I mean, I would really like to give them a Because a name. calling them listeners seems a little bit disrespectful now. Like, we've got to... Yeah, I, like, I feel like they need to be a part of the... Like, part of the team. Part of the team. Yeah. Part of the team. And, yeah, uh, I mean. you know, Taylor, if there's... Say you're in a, in a game... Your starting pitcher kind of starting to wear down. Right. There's a phone in in the dugout. You're going to pick that up, and it's a direct line. And this isn't to slide into a DM either. Who are you going to call? Where are, you, where are you making that phone call to? To the bullpen. The bullpen. The bullpen. All right, bullpen. Because they always have our backs. They, exactly, they're ready. They, uh, they're yeah. one. They're, I mean, they're on a phone call away. They'll go to battle. They'll close the game for us. They're showing up every day. I feel like that's. I feel like they should definitely be the bullpen. And we have enough of them that a couple of them could be hungover, take a couple of days off. Right. The next will. Pick and I know up. our bullpen will have some hungover people. In it. Yeah. Yeah, I say we make it official. Yeah, make it official. So we're gonna call you people. Stamp it. The bullpen. Welcome, bullpenners. Our fans, our listeners. Anybody who engages with us on Facebook, Twitter, yeah, you're the bullpen. Look, you can officially Twitter, the bullpen. Twitter bio that shit. Hashtag bullpen number. Oh yes, hashtag bullpen. Yeah, I Let's mean, go. put that in your bios. I fucks with it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. We'll get so, uh, hoodies made. Hashtag bullpen. Oh, I love that. Absolutely love that. So, this bullpen member slid in the DMs, and it's Adam Lane via Twitter. Okay. He says, so, it's no secret, we all miss baseball like crazy, and if you guys are anything like me, random things pop into your head that you miss about it. That being said, the sounds of the ballpark are the best. So my question to you is, what is your all-time favorite walkout song you've heard from a batter or pitcher over your years of attending ball games, and what would yours be? Damn. He says, I always thought Mark McGuire walking up to the beginning of Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses was awesome. And then as a relief pitcher himself, he played at Hanover College, actually. Okay. Uh, His walk-up song was Razor's Edge by ACDC. That's good. And he said, keep up the great work, fellas. And we will keep up the great work. And great question, bullpen member. I dig that question. Yeah. I don't know if anybody wants to tackle that first. I'm going to start because I'm going to piss Taylor off with this because, honestly, it's the most legendary fucking walkout song. Oh, I'm not even mad at this because I already know where you're going. It's Inner Sandman. Yeah, it's legendary. It's Mariano. Yeah, Mariano Rivera coming out. Inner Sandman starts playing. The other team's in the dugout going, oh, fuck. We are. And the old Yank, maybe 
did he play in the new Yankee yeah. Stadium? Yeah, yeah. He did. But they like flash the lights on yeah. and off yeah. as it's playing, yeah. and he's running out in the field. And you know, you're like the next guy coming up to bat. You see fucking Mono walk out, and oh. you're doing, 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 and you're like, yeah. oh fuck me. It's incredible. He's gonna throw a cutter. I know it's coming, and I'm gonna swing, and I'm gonna. And fucking he, I'm miss. still gonna miss it. And now, if I was gonna walk out to a song. Uh, it's gonna be loud and heavy by Mr. Cody Jinx. Respect. Solid. Respect. Ethan, where you um, at? So off the top of my head, I can't think of like my favorite walkout song because like there's been so many. Like Brandon Phillips always had the greatest like hype stuff. And yeah, for- I like BPs because it wouldn't be constant. Yeah, you like change right. every just like. And did you know, yeah. not to like interrupt you here, but I always paid attention to him on Twitter. He would put on Twitter what his next walkout yeah. song would be, right. and he would like it was and it was some random ass sound song, sorry SoundCloud song. He would find some artist that wasn't even anybody and make it his walkout song. So yeah, it, but it was cool. Super cool. My favorite, <laughs> I think the my favorite one that I remember, just because of the savagery and the balls you had to have to do this. Which I do not condone this shit. Don't take my words wrong. But when, right after Aroldis Chapman got fucking, oh <laughs> yes, smack my bitch up. He uh, got, oh, I guess, accused and charged with, um, it was like battery, domestic, like battery and like domestic violence against his uh, girlfriend at the time. I think. Um, very fucking next game comes out, and I, I don't remember who he was, was. He he wasn't at the Reds then, was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And uh, it was either Reds or Yankees. It wasn't. Cu- no, what? it was Reds because when the Cubs traded for him, all the Cubs fans gave the owner okay. shit. So it was about a guy with domestic violence issues. It, where were they playing? Was it San Francisco? Or it was Oakland on the road. Or? I think it was West Coast. I feel like he comes out of the bullpen and over the fucking PA system, you just hear smack my bitch up, and I'm like, holy shit! They did not Damn. just do yeah. that. So it, San Francisco. Well, whoever, whoever did, we don't know. They fired the motherfucker. For wow. It. Yeah, he got his one little joke hey, out. They shit canned him for it. That might be worth it. Yeah, because throwing clearly, shade at a major league player like for that. being a piece of shit. Oh, 100%. for being a piece of shit. Yeah, and then I, I did. yeah, yeah. I, I don't hate that. I That's thought it was funny. funny. That is funny. It is funny, and not funny as in the whole situation, but just oh, no, funny no, no, as in funny no, no, no. As we do not condone domestic, domestic violence. violence. No. Do not. We think it's hilarious <laughs> that the PA guy. <laughs> Clowned right. on him. Yes. yes. Um, and if I had to pick a walk-up song, God, it's just I would be like the BP type thing. I would change mine constantly. It wouldn't just be because I would like me. I mean, I mainly listen to country music, but sometimes I'm in the mood to like get hyped up and I listen to a right. rap song. And then sometimes I'm like pissed off and just like want to do whatever Rage. and I listen to some rock shit. So I feel like right. if, like you're in a slump, you don't want to hear the same shit every day. Right. So I don't know. Um, God, it's just so hard. I always think of uh, God. It's just so hard to pick one. Um, well, I think you kind of did. You'd switch it up. Well, yeah. Okay, we can go yeah. with that. I would switch it up every time. You switch it up. You'd you'd go by the mood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. Just for I have to do it one time just to like get hyped up. I'd go like Mo Bamba. Just throw that shit nice. out there. Come <laughs> out, good. just nice. get like hyped up. I love that. Uh, yes, love that. But you know, it, I would I would change it up a lot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think this is complete recency bias, but it just made me laugh so hard every single time that I saw it 
was and I just blanked on his name, so I'm sorry, but Washington Nationals. Okay, yeah, I know Rendon. No, it wasn't no. Rendon. Oh, you talking uh, about Soto, the, uh, wasn't it? Giovanni Soto? No, are you no. talking about Baby Shark? Yes. No, Who did that? Um, Baby Shark. Do, yeah. do, 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 they actually put that shark, in the World do, do, do. Series. Ring. Yes, they put it in the World Series ring and everything. It became like this huge deal. Um, not Soto. It wasn't. No, who was? I, I can't no, think of the name. Beach. I got you. Hold on a minute. We're fact checking here. Fact, don't, don't, don't fact check me. It was uh, Gerardo Parra. Yeah, Parra. Yes, okay. dude. Hilarious that that dude yeah, they, came they out. Yeah, they put a baby shark. shark in the World Series. Yeah, ring. and the whole crowd would end up singing yeah, it along. Do you know the story? Which is like hilarious. Do you know the story why he did that song? Didn't just have a baby or something? No. He didn't have a walkout song. He had nothing. They pretty much demanded he picked a walkout song. Right. And he goes, I, I don't give a shit. And they're like, all right, we're going to pick one for you. And he's like, fine, do it. And he walks out. It's baby shark, dude, dude, That's dude. incredible. And then, like, right when they did that, he goes on a stupid hot streak well, and finished the year out that it way. It became like a cult legend thing. Like, well, yeah, the because they were. The whole crowd sang it. Yeah. And, like, it just became like this. And they were doing terrible up to, like, that point. It was and, like a rally cry. Yeah, it really like, was. It really was. It, it was incredible. Just So, like, the way it found itself in the game and everything was was super cool um and obviously right now if i had to pick it you know what i'm going with oh it's pretty obvious what's popping (laughs) (laughs) jack harlow shout out baby i got options i can pass that bitch like stockton yes jack harlow shout out jack harlow Um, from louisville kentucky yeah absolutely you know local guy but yeah, um, obviously, you know, sliding. That was a fun jeans. question. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that question. I, I dig that. You know, keep it up. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from the bullpen. The bullpen. Absolutely. And Blakey Biceps. Yo. Do you have anything for us for this week in, in baseball? baseball? Yeah. Uh, so last week you mentioned uh, Napgate. Oh yeah, King Griffey Jr. Yeah, on Napgate. Napgate. Well, yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna one up with that. We I actually mentioned. I remember a baseball player napping in a game. Okay. And I drew a blank. Well, sure enough, I'm on Facebook and my memories pops up, and I shared one to actually. It was Ethan of all people, and it was a Reds player. Uh, got thrown out of a game oh, for wow. for napping. Did you know this? Thrown out of a game for napping. Yes, and he was. Remember, he's he told it. Last this had to be like. It, like old, he said this right? last week, it was literally yeah. like the it was, dude. It was fell the, asleep in center field. It was the 1920s. Okay. Oh, then hell, I don't know who the and fuck. He's this guy actually is. a member of the Hall of Fame class of 1962. This player <laughs> had a slash line of 323, 369, 466. Reds Hall of Famer, right? Led the league in batting average twice and was a league leader in doubles and triples once. And he also likely has the all-time record of most ejections for taking a nap. What, fucking one? One. (laughs) (laughs) One. All right. So sometimes a a baseball game, you know, dog days of summer, it can drag on a little bit, right? So with managers, change relief pitchers all the time, which we don't deal with that anymore because now they got to go three. Even back in the early days of baseball, that same feeling of forever would occasionally occur as evidenced by Cincinnati Reds outfielder Ed Roush, as he's taking a nap Attaboy, out in center field. Hold it fucking down. So, Incredible. on this day in 1920, Roush decided that the game had gone on long enough with the Reds facing off against the Giants. An eventual 5-4 loss for Cincinnati, an extended argument broke out. Roush, who got tired of standing around waiting forever to, to blow over and get sorted out, decided to lay down on the outfield grass and take a nap. 
So everybody's bitching, pissing, and moaning about a call, and he's like, fuck this. I'm going to lay down. I'm hungover. <laughs> I was at the bar last night sliding in all these DMs. Had a little too much to drink. I'm going to take a fucking fu- postcards. I'm going to take a fucking DMs. <laughs> well, as hilarious as this may have been for everyone watching, Roush's nap was no tough matter, or no laughing matter to the umpires. His teammate, Mr. Heine Grow, sprinted out. His Heine, what a fucking name. <laughs> sprinted out to the alpha to wake him up, but the head umpire had already seen Roush's impromptu rest. Likely in a foul mood due to the argument going on, the umpire threw Roush out of the game. So he's like, you know what? I'm sick of this fucking arguing. Get the fuck out of here. Well, even though that turns out to be one of Roush's most entertaining moments in his career, he did, like I said, he played 18 years in baseball Damn. and is a 1962 All-Famer. So on this day in baseball, Ed Roush takes a nap. Hell yeah. That's incredible. Like, honestly, I can't even – I'm not a good sleep anywhere person. Right. No chance I could lay in a field and take a nap. Not I just couldn't do it. You've never been hungover enough. Well, I'm Irish. I don't get hangovers. Ooh. <laughs> Easy there, Conor McGregor. It's my fucking island. But yeah, I mean, that. it's just a hilarious story. Yeah, I, I think that's very funny. Especially if the guy comes out to be a Hall of Famer. Like, that is something you expect yeah, out Hall of a of scrub. Famer. Like, imagine today, Mike Trout's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> right. That's basically what that like, uh, equates to. Player. Yes. Uh, uh, one of the incredible. greatest. Definitely one of the Reds' greatest. How you feel about that, Ethan? Fucking! You'll never forget the name Ed Roush again. No, I think you should get an Ed Roush. I think we should take more fucking naps. <laughs> <laughs> Start. I mean, if listen, if every Reds player on the diamond, if when we get to the diamond this year, just fucking takes a nap and ends up being a fucking Hall of Famer, I'm cool with it. Yeah, let's fucking. Hey, that's one way to earn thirty three percent of your pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just nap. Big old fuck, fuck you, owner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thanks again for listening. Obviously. We're going to say it again. Follow, like, subscribe, rate, review. We love you guys. Keep listening. Any final thoughts, Blake? Yeah, um, I'm just excited for the draft tomorrow. Can't wait. Um, I think our next episode, we're for sure going to do a breakdown on the draft a little bit. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. That's basically the closest thing we're going to have to baseball right now. So I'm going to enjoy having a, a decent topic about the draft. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Ethan? Yep. Uh, I wanted to say I, I respect your all's uh, fantasy draft picks. Thought they were good. Hell yeah. Uh, but at the same time, fuck you both because my team's going to definitely kick your ass. And you're going to fucking Taylor, you're finishing last. Blake, you're finishing behind that. Um, however, you can do that. But nope. uh, the Reds are going to take this Rock, one. Paper, Everyone else can otherwise. Eat shit. That's my Boy, final I, thoughts. I'm going to go ahead and say we need to get on the show, create our teams with the players' Ooh, slash lines, sick. career slash lines, and battle it out. That'd be that'd take incredibly long. It'd be, it'd be a while. But <laughs> I think that does That's sound That's one way to that, shut them up. That does sound awesome. But, you know, respect your opinion, but everyone's got to be wrong. Uh, my final thought is I'm excited for the Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa, 30 for 30. That okay. is on Saturday, June 14th. Yes, yes sir. I'm actually very pumped about that. Yes, sir. That's so we got my the draft. fucking childhood. We got the draft coming up, and we got that incredible 30 for 30 coming up, which we will be discussing as Facts. well, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, you know, thank you. Like, subscribe, follow, rate, review. And with that being said. Taylor, it's been fun. Ethan, I've had a blast. Now it's time for a nap. 
643 Podcast out.